Oh, how y'all doing? This is Wednesday, July 6th, 2022 AD. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. And... Oh, okay, okay. I know what you're talking about, Mike Young. Shout out to Mike Young. Um, and we're going to have a fun Wednesday show, guys. Have some beautiful music to share with you. Bette Midler, not a Christian, by the way. She's not a Christian. She's an evil lady. And I use the term lady loosely. And she's not the only one. I, w- I looked into that story that Nicolas mentioned or uh, passed along to JLP earlier on the Jason Lee Peterson show, Chelsea Handler, nasty, evil woman. Last week, she was on, she was being promoted, her, her uh, hit piece against her own school, very disloyal. Uh, they don't want to give her, uh, they want to, they don't, they don't want to put her on, or they didn't want to, at least according to the timing, put her on the, uh, um, Hall of Fame. She wants to be on the Hall of Fame. What an egotistical female. So typical, huh? And then there's this nonsense. Nonsense is a nice word for it. It's a white word. About, it's a Christian word, I guess. About history being banned, outlawed. Give me a break. So pathetic. All that, and you can call in too. But anyway, guys... Let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la la la. So, how are you guys doing? I am fine. Why are you guys talking about the Georgia Guidestones? Hey, why is Georgia Guidestones getting blown up important? Why would they even be a target? Oh, I don't know. I hadn't heard about that. Uh, Interesting. Georgia Guidestones. Uh, They're actually in the state of Georgia. I only learned about them like last year. Now they're, is there, are they really blown up already? Like, that's going to stop the New World Order. You can't stop the New World Order. (laughs) Anyway, what a mess. I am wearing my Get a Job, Get Two Jobs t-shirt. It's not mine. I mean, it is mine because I bought it. But it's not on the Hake Report website. It's available on the Get a Job Teespring store. Now called Creator-Spring. What a downgrade, huh? Creator-Spring. But whatever. Whatever. I appreciate them. <laughs> Get three jobs. Tree jobs. If you are a Jamaican. Nice. But, uh, yeah. Teespring.com slash stores slash get a job. Let me make sure that that works. I always do this. Stores slash get a job. And it'll redirect to the get a job, all one word, dot creator hyphen spring dot com. 
And there are stickers, t-shirts, including Earl T. and Mays. Um, yes, yeah, so support jail, support get a job. He supports JLP. I mean, he, what he does is, uh, he does the get Jesse Lee Peterson Savage moments. Very nice. Shout out, man. Right on. And we haven't even met him in person. Uh, <laughs> and just like that, Hake was kicked off of YouTube. <laughs> I think that's a reference to me mentioning the Georgia Guidestones or something. I don't think that that would happen like that. No, I, I mean, because I disavow. Georgia Guidestones, that's a conspiracy theory, guys. Um, you know, I want to get right into this Bet Midler thing before I get to your super chats and your calls. You can call in, guys. But Bet Midler, am I pronouncing that correctly? B E T T E Midler. Is she a turf trans trans exclusionary radical feminist, or is she even stupider than that? Because it's you got to be pretty stupid to be a feminist at all, right? Don't you? Seems like you do. Foolish in the biblical sense. Stupid. Kids, I'm only using it in the in the biblical sense. Stupid. Bette Midler was trending on far-left Enemies of America publisher, not a platform. You don't have free speech there. You have a, a pretty short leash. Um, Twitter. Twitter. They do allow you to tweet yourself. Well, not you, maybe. They let some people tweet. <laughs> many whites, many Christians, many independent thinkers, many... uh People who don't go along with the establishment have been banned from Twitter, the far-left publisher. Uh, they explain condescendingly, actor. Oh, she's an actress? She's an actress? Okay, kids are out of the room. Hake is on. <laughs> this is Billy Bob. Oh, come on. She's an actress? I thought she was a singer. Okay, whatever. Actress, they're calling her an actor. Only feminists call a female actress an actor, okay? Okay, uh... Shares a tweet direct- directed at women, criticizing inclusive language around bodies. That's actually what the Twitter publisher editors wrote. Criticizing inclusive language around bodies. Warning! This trend... This Twitter trend may contain sensitive content, warns Twitter. I'm shaking my head. Uh, so here's the tweet. Bet, Bette Midler on uh, Twitter. And by the way, she's not a Christian. She's not even a normal white. Uh, Women of the world, she tweeted. We are being stripped of our rights over our bodies our lives, and even our name. They don't call us, quote-unquote, women anymore. They call us, quote-unquote, birthing people, or, quote-unquote, menstruators, tours. And even people with vaginas, quote-unquote. Don't let them erase you. Every human on Earth owes you. <laughs> and there she is. There's a picture of her. Geni- genius work, Nicolas, the anchor baby. And she tweeted that, like, in the morning on, uh, on, uh, what do you call that? July 4th. 4th of July. This woman. Very famous name. 
And so people reacted. Every you know, the conservatives were like, "Oh, based." <laughs> they didn't call her based, but they were like, "Oh, she's welcome to the party. You're finally waking up that this transgender and non-binary agenda is hurting women, attacking women. Give me a break." The the so-called right wing turning into little feminists. Please. Please. So, there are people who are responding to her. I have a few of their tweets in response, their replies. <laughs> this is funny. Um, some guy, some person who looks like a guy, I can't tell if it's a guy or not because, you know, women can grow beards now because they take so much testosterone. So, this person with a mustache or a beard or five o'clock shadow called calls himself or herself Miffy the gamer tweeted unfollowed so disappointing that you've guzzled the trans panic fool aid <laughs> very clever so disappointing bet midler you boomer is she a boomer i think she's boomer or older that she's guzzled the trans hyphen panic trans panic fool aid not Kool-Aid but fool aid <laughs> I like that. Right on, Miffy the Gamer. Get her. Here's another one. Meredith R. Stoddard. Don't, don't harass her, people. Except for Brandon M. Because Brandon M. does it in a funny way, and he's clean. And he's not mean. <laughs> Shout out to Brandon M. Over there in the Odyssey chat. I presume Odyssey is streaming correctly, right? Press 1 if so. I think so, yeah. Meredith R. Stoddard. Fat lady. I think she's, I don't know what she is. I, I can't tell. She's not a normal white, I don't think, anyway. Might be part black or part Hispanic or who knows what or part Asian. I can't even see. I can't even tell. But in the, anyway, Meredith R. Stoddard, don't, don't harass her, tweeted my, in response to Bette Midler, my 15-year-old has a uterus and is not a woman. Well, 15-year-olds, according to the law, are neither men nor women. They're boys or girls. But anyway, I am terrified of what the Supreme Court ruling means for him. Meaning her. FYI. Because if you have a uterus, you are a girl or a woman. Unknown to all that Bet is a Chad... Oh, I almost said the word out loud. Spoop poster. <laughs> Pretty funny. If he, meaning she, this is Meredith Arstodard, mother of a 15-year-old, if she lives in uh, Texas, Tejas, we need to go investigate her. Because <laughs> in Texas, this would be child uh, something, abuse, to go along with the trans agenda. Anyway, if he, meaning she, is forced, forced to carry a pregnancy, meaning this little girl, 15-year-old, maybe not that little, but... Girl has sex and gets pregnant and carries a baby and forced to carry the pregnancy. It will be absolutely devastating for his, meaning her, mental health. Uh, I think you were pretty devastating for her mental health, Meredith Arstodard. You going along with this delusion? It costs me nothing as a woman to acknowledge that. It costs you nothing either. Bet Midler, actor, female actor. What a sick tweet, huh? Daniel and, and Nicolas agreeing. 
that this woman is sick, Meredith R. Stodard. Yeah, so uh, a lot of people going crazy. And uh, the right-wingers are all happy. Newsmax tweeted, Bette Midler catches heat from angry liberals on Twitter for warning about efforts to erase women. By the way, Bette Midler has a sunflower as her profile pic on uh, her Twitter profile because she's so ugly on the outside and the inside. (laughs) Is that mean? Aw. No, I mean, look at that smile. That's mildly attractive, right? (laughs) And she, this is what she put in her bio. We love our guns more than our children. Well, speak for yourself, Bette Midler. And by the way, she has a war flag pretending that she's for peace on her uh, banner on her Twitter. Twitter is a social media platform, boomers. Um, (laughs) It has the Ukraine flag, the war flag, with an unrealistic picture of a uh, sunflower with every other petal, flower petal, dyed blue. What the heck? It doesn't even look right. And a dove with a bunch of blue and yellow feathers or flower petals or leaves or something. Peace for Ukraine. You're not for peace for Ukraine if you're supporting, if you're uh, subsidizing Ukraine, right? Ukraine's war. You're for them continuing to get themselves killed. FYI, you're not for peace, you're for war. But anyway, we love our guns more than our children, writes Bette Midler about herself. Our children are our families, our friends, our nation, and our world. Without our guns, we are nothing. Well, uh, that's probably true, Bette Midler. That last line, she lives in New York. And, um, let's see. So she got all this flack, you know? Hey, God's no type. Yep. (laughs) She was not married to Geraldo, was she? (laughs) Guys, be appropriate. Be appropriate. Uh, No kids are allowed in the Hague chat, also known as the snake chat. (laughs) Man. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about Bette Midler before I give you her apology. Bette... Midler, not a Christian, she can't help it. She can't. Born in Honolulu, Hawaii, just like that guy who some of you guys say was born in Kenya, Obama. I don't know if Obama was born in Honolulu. She claimed Geraldo... Oh, she she tried to do a Me Too against Geraldo. In Rolling, according to Rolling Stone back in 2017. What in the world? Oh my gosh. Okay, so she's been active since 65, 1965. She was born to, uh, her family was one of the few Jewish families. Told you she's not a Christian. Unless she was a Jew for Jesus, but she doesn't seem very pro-Jesus today. In a mostly Asian neighborhood. Her mother, Ruth, born Schindel, S-C-H-I-N-D-E-L, was a seamstress and housewife. Aw, that's nice. That's why she has a little bit of a hometown feel. Her name is even kind of hometowny. And her father, Fred Midler, 1D, worked at a Navy base in Hawaii as a painter. Was also a house painter. Both parents were born in New Jersey. Jersey. 
those Jersey ladies. She was named after act, actress Bet or Betty Bet Davis. Oh, Davis pronounced her name Betty Davis. Midler uses one. Okay. All right. Isn't that nice? I thought she was a singer, like a country singer. But you know me, I don't know anything. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so now she's one of those... She was in Hocus Pocus? The, oh, yeah, she was. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, she married Martin von Halsenberg in 84. One daughter, actress Sophie von Hasselberg. Hasselberg. Wait, why isn't it Bet von Hasselberg? Because she's a feminist. And she already had a name for herself, and these feminists who already had a name for themselves don't like people to get used to them being having their married name. They sing in that. Okay, yeah, she does sing. Okay, maybe. I see her behind a piano in this, uh, or, oh, no, that's not a piano. It's a, it's a podium. Anyway, uh, Bette Midler, dummy, born in 19, 1945. She's even older than, uh, than many boomers. But she is a boomer, I believe. That's a, still a boomer. I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah, okay, Boomer Tube says she is a singer. So if Boomer Tube says it, it's a fact. So here's her apology. And it's not exactly an apology, but she's showing that she is indeed still dumb. Okay? Listen to this. People of the world, tweeted Bette Midler. My tweet about women was a response to this fascinating and well-written piece in the failing New York Slimes. She didn't call it that. She called it NYT. On July 3rd, and she shares the article. And the article reads, Opinion, the far right and far left agree on one thing. Women don't count. Oh, yeah, so based, New York Slimes. Fascinating and well-written. No, I haven't read it, so I can't comment on that part. There was no intention of anything exclusionary or transphobic in what I said. It wasn't about that. It was about the same old shpoop. Wow, very unladylike, Bette Midler. That women, all women, blank that women, all women have been putting up with since the cavemen. Even then, men got top billing. But seriously, folks, what is she, a comedian? If anyone who read that tweet thinks I have anything but love for any marginalized people, go to Wikipedia and type in my name. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Real news, huh? Real news, Wikipedia. I've fought for marginalized people for as long as I can remember. So she's a a feel-sorry-for-everybody except for the decent people type of person. Still, if you want to dismiss my 60 years of proven love... You don't have love, lady, and concern, proven love and concern over a tweet that accidentally angered the very people I have always supported and adored? So be it. But the truth is, democracy is slipping through our fingers, and I'm all in on trying to save democracy for all people. We must unite. Oh, yeah, you don't want to unite, woman, because in case you haven't been paying attention, divided we will definitely fall. Uh, that's what Jesus said about Satan's kingdom. And incidentally, that's what, uh, that's what Abraham Lincoln said about the federally, federal United States of America. 
he quoted Jesus talking about Satan. And she's quoting probably Abraham Lincoln if she knows what she's talking about, which she's old enough to maybe know. Um, talking about divided we fall. No, we need to be divided against evil. She unites with evil and divides against good. And she and this black lady, Macy Gray, she's a singer, right? Is she the one that's, try to, oh, I try to hide it. It's clear. My world stumbles when you are not here. Is that Macy Gray? You know, right, De- uh, Nick? Nope. No? Oh, my bad. <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, okay. Macy Gray. She's a singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Anyway. <laughs> She, she caught uh, backlash, too. I don't know what, they, what she said. But Call Me Nonsense Network CNN was uh, talking about it. Gray made some upset after she appeared on Fox Nation's Pierce Morgan Uncensored. Oh, yeah. Old people going on Pierce Morgan's show, showing their oldness, and that they have a slight bit of common sense. But then they throw it all away, just like Pierce Morgan throws it all away. Don't sing, Haig. Leave that to Jesse, says Nugget Man. Whatever. Uh, she said, I will say this, and everyone's going to hate me, but as a woman, just because you go change your body parts doesn't make you a woman. Sorry! <laughs> That's what Macy Gray said. <laughs> and so on Tuesday, she said in a statement, meaning her PR people probably said a statement, but maybe I don't want to, I shouldn't speculate. Maybe she wrote it herself to entertainment tonight that I have nothing but love for the LGBTQ plus and transgender community. It's not a community, Macy Gray. And have been a supporter since day one. My statement on Pierce Morgan was grossly misunderstood. I don't hate anyone. I respect everyone's right to feel comfortable in their bodies and live their own truth. Be quiet, black lady. You know what I mean? 54-year-old Macy Gray. What's her song? What's that one song from her? I was right. I try. Oh, okay. Nice. Right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try. Nice. See, I was right. And she sings sort of slightly mannish, and it's kind of, uh, kind of attractive. (laughs) Uh, You know who else sings slightly mannish or used to? She's dead now, I think. Nina Simone. Oh, my gosh. Black, too. And and there are others. There are others. Smoker's voice. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, I'm a sucker for the smoker voices. But don't smoke, ladies. It's not very ladylike. I know that they tried to appeal to you you ladies to smoke. Uh, I don't know Nina. I just know a couple of songs. I've heard of Mississippi GD. Mississauga GD was written in, and recorded by The Hidden Cameras, whom I stopped playing at the end of last month. <laughs> I'm not going to play it for you guys, but it's a nice song. And she said, because Mississauga GD, God d- dang, damn means send it to hell, okay? It's not a cuss word, although it is cur- it's literally... Asking God to curse it to hell, or saying, oh, this is cursed to hell by God, right? 
Anyway, uh, I think she was complaining about the whites, and he was complaining about the uh, people who don't go along with uh, the, ra- the radical, the gay agenda. You know? Okay. <laughs> Cussing isn't ladylike either. It's true. It's not. No, no, it, no, 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 it is not. You don't seem like one of the guys, okay? Ladies, be ladies. It's good. You don't have to do anything. The less you do, the better. <laughs> it's a fact. My ears are on fire, Hey, Thanks. Macy Gray played the tra- crackhead in Hustle and Flow. Is that true? I didn't really watch that m- movie. I know it was popular. I'm going to cover some fake history, guys, but let me get to some Super Chats. Super Chats on Streamlabs.com slash The Hake Report. Supers. Uh, Danimal over there on Streamlabs stated, actually yesterday, regarding the pot discussion. You know, I've been talking about pot. I covered it quite extensively yesterday. Check that out. It was a Daily Mail article written by a lady. And I'm assuming that she is a lady, a woman, a British woman. She visited L.A. and saw how trendy it is. Regarding the pot discussion, I do know a couple of people who have used the CBD. That's the stuff that supposedly does not. um, That's the stuff that supposedly does not get you high. The THC stuff does, supposedly, right? Um... To cure cancer. And one was, one was born with it. I don't smoke pot or think it's good, says Danimal. Wow, it actually can cure? I heard that it can be uh, counter-inflammatory um, or anti-inflammatory. Some of that stuff. But the part of it getting you high... I had a great call. Was that yesterday or two days ago? A great call about it. Uh, toward the very end of the show... Um, the guy had, like, back problems or something. And he took it, but he would get high off of it. He, he didn't want to get high off of the pot, meaning, like, his, he had a mind change. And, or a head change. Whatever you guys call that stuff. I don't know. And he noticed that he couldn't feel his anger. He was, he was always, already angry, right? But he couldn't feel the anger when he was on the pot. But he knew he was angry, but he couldn't feel it. Crazy, huh? And he wasn't, it wasn't working out well with his wife and all that stuff, so uh, he, uh, he gave a, a nice warning about it. So check that out. I do encourage you to check that out. Thank you, Danimal. I'm sure that there are uh, pluses and minuses, and the, there is not a lot of honesty about the minuses on the and the, among the, uh, many of the pro-pot people. There is a, an agenda being put out. That's for sure. Uh, Based America First, with a super chat, states, Disney was thrilled that Bette Midler could reprise her role as a hideous witch in Hocus Pocus 2. They saved a ton of money on makeup. <laughs> Aww. 
You're calling her ugly, too? Oh, man. When Base America First and Hake both call you ugly, you're ugly. Because we're, like, the nicest guys. Sorry, Bette Miller. I'm, I don't know if I'm sorry, but I feel bad. <laughs> I'm so beta. Uh, but you're uglier on the inside, I say. You're misguided, lady. And I'm calling you a lady because you're old. And that's nice. Anyway, and not that old, 1945. Too old for me, like that. But I wouldn't get with you anyway, you're not a Christian. <laughs> Billy Bob with the Super Chat says, Happy birthday, Hake. Here's the list. Here's the last of it. The children can eat some other day. <laughs> wow, Billy Bob. Thank you, man. Thanks for giving your last $10.78 to Hake. Uh, some portion of it probably going to either PayPal or Streamlabs or something, but but I appreciate that, man. Thank you. That's kind. And tell your kids, buck up and be happy. Go get, like, your free lunch at, your so-called free lunch at school if they're going to school or something. Thank you, Billy Bob. I appreciate that. Well, it is, it is summertime, summer vacation. Hey, why do you feel bad for a child abuser? Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm. Ba- I don't, I haven't. I hadn't heard that about Bette Midler. Although, if you think about it, if you're for evil, then you are for the evil towards the children. It's it's a fact. It is a fact. It's sick. Sick stuff. Sion with the super chat says, "Hey, Whitey. I mean, hey, Whitey. Recession or depression?" She might be asking if I'm, what my prediction is on the economy. Recession or depression? What's the difference? It's the same thing, right? Or no? No, I don't know. Both going on right now. I want DeSantis to run, but we know they will not let in someone who cares about the country. Uh. I don't know. I'd be okay with, if, with Trump if he ran. I suppose I would be okay. I prefer that Trump run if he wants to run. DeSantis, okay. I hope he's as real as he portrays. I hope he's, which he doesn't portray total realness. But I, I think he might be okay. I don't know. Trump is deep state. Uh, don't put your hope in men. The reason I knew that, reason I loved Trump and I still do to this day, is that he stands on the truth when he stands on the truth. I love that about him. Final, to this day! Fi- nice. To this day. Finally, we had a, a man in office who didn't act like a phony politician. It opened my eyes. The scales fell off my eyes, and I could finally see Ted Cruz, total phony politician rhino. I did not really see it, or I did not really want... I, maybe I just was okay with it, I thought that's the best we could do. Pretty sad, huh? And I was just kind of laughed off. Ah, he seems like a joke. That guy who you guys, uh, many of you guys really liked, some of you to this day like him, uh, Rand Paul's dad, Ron Paul. Ron Paul was like, so what? I don't care. And I understood the so what? I don't care about foreign policy stuff. I understand that. That's a fair point. But he just seemed like... Not 
solid and serious. Although he's probably more solid and more serious and more real than any of the other politicians. I just couldn't see that. But I appreciate Trump. And I do appreciate DeSantis too. And, uh, but we keep fighting. We never, we never stop. Like Andrew W.K. says, we never stop. We never stop. Because think about it, like, under the Obama administration, it was eight years of Obama. We thought, oh, he's a one-term president. I wasn't so sure. But indeed, he was two-term so-called president. And who knows what's going to happen. Do not dismay. Don't worry your pretty little head, Sion. Don't be depressed. Don't be recessed. Or you can take recess, because recess is fun. Okay? So don't sweat it. Don't worry your pretty little head. All you ladies, we love you. If we love anybody, and um, calm yourselves, and you don't have to talk too, so much about politics. <laughs> I'm laughing because I mentioned somebody reacted about Andrew W.K., not a, probably not a Christian. Recession, in, recession, according to Brandon M., is two quarters of economic downturn. A depression is to, I think, years of recession, or a loss of 10%, or two yes of depression, or years, years of depression, or a loss of 10% of GDP. Wow, gross domestic, domestic product, uh, 10% loss. Okay, thank you, Brandon M. I knew I could rely on him. He's one of our resident historians over there on uh, Odyssey. Well, thank you. Um, appreciate that, Sion. I don't really have a prediction on recession or depression. Sleepy Joe is Sleazy Joe. And these people like the people to suffer so that they can swoop in and pretend like they're for whatever. They won't Trump let Trump in again. I couldn't say. I couldn't say whether, they, whether he'll be able to do it or not. I don't know. But uh, just uh, save your money. Save your money, and you'll be fine. And set your life up so that if you run into an emergency, that you're not... Uh, in a bind, in such a bind. You know, different things happen, right? Different things happen in life. So, get to work, and if you're single, right? Ladies, and uh, men, make sure you, you're working... And not day drinking all the time. If you can help it. <laughs> Guys. Let's get to... Uh, you know what? I'm going to skip uh, clip 11 for now, guys. I want to jump right over to clip 12. Oops. Uh, clip 12, guys. Let's talk about fake history. I'm trusting that this guy did not cuss. Crossing my fingers. I know that that's superstitious. Um, Real Clear Politics reports on this Wisconsin Democrat, I call him a demon rat, Senate candidate, Mandela Barnes. Was he named after Nelson Mandela? How embarrassing. And his last name is Barnes. American politician. 35 years old. 
He's been lieutenant governor of Wisconsin since 2019, a member of the Demon Rat Party. He was a state representative. Young guy. Is he, is he black black or is he a little bit light-skinned black? He was part of Working Families, which is a communist uh, party, right? Isn't it part communist? I think it is. Working Families. He was part of that instead of uh, the Democrat Party. But anyway, uh, listen to this guy talking about education like he knows what he's talking about. He says, imagine being so ashamed of American history that you outlaw teaching it. It's not, maybe, it may not be a direct quote, but here's a tweet by Dan O'Donnell Show, whoever that is. Exclusive Wisconsin Lieutenant Governor and Democrat Senate candidate Mandela Barnes at the other Mandela, I guess because he doesn't want to be confused with Nelson Mandela, the, the communist pig who's dead now, out of South Africa, who left South Africa in ruins. Well, I mean, he was a little bit more competent than the people now, but he was not a decent person. His wife was maybe worse than him, though. He says on Amer- about America, things were bad, things were terrible. The founding of this nation, awful. What an evil person. Here he is, 37-second clip, guys, from uh, clip 12. Here is Mandela Barnes running his mouth. And it's jumping around, so don't get dizzy, people. And it's recorded in portrait. So maybe it was recorded by a, a world star black guy. Listen to this. Imagine uh, being you know, so ashamed of how we got to this place in America that you outlaw teaching it. You know, and things were bad. Things were terrible. The, the founding of this nation, awful. Nope. But we are here now, and we should commit ourselves to, to doing everything we can to do to repair the harm because it still exists today. Uh, the harm, the damage, uh, whether, it was, whether it was colonization or whether it was slavery, uh, the impacts are felt today. And they're going to continue to be felt unless we address it in a meaningful way. Colonization, he said. Slavery. And there's, he's talking to whites. Whites are just sitting there looking, listening to this. They're like, bro? <laughs> oh, the harm still exists today. It's hard to understand because there was a truck, thankfully, going over, over this obnoxious person, blabbing his mouth, running his mouth like a scumbag. What a gross person. The founding of our country was awesome. It was not awful. Base America First says, sure seems like the millionaire black people complain about slavery the most. (laughs) Nick wishes they yelled at him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Colonization was a good thing, buddy. Slavery was... Fine compared to what we have today, especially. You're weak. Or you're an evil person. And he's pretending that we're outlawing teaching that colonizing happened. Colonizing. I learned about colonizing. I wasn't, I didn't learn that it was a bad thing until I heard about the evil communists who hate America writing 
writing a fake history about it. The People's History of the United States by Howard Zinn, who's not a Christian, and he hates America, says America was founded on slavery and genocide of the uh, Indians, American Indians, Indians. Give me a break. And I learned about slavery, too. I learned that there were good and bad slave owners and good and bad slaves. Will Free says, heck. We didn't say heck, but he said, heck. <laughs> the French and Spanish did the most colonizing of, of blacks in the South. They owned the ground at the time. Yeah. And they colonized the heck and intermarried the heck. Out, can, I, should I, can I say heck? Hake. No, not hake either. The, the, they interbred with all those people down there. You know, the American Indians south of the border. Communist isn't evil, Hake. Isn't evil. I eat Chinese food, and the only thing they killed is my calling. <laughs> uh, but I'm not talking about Chinese, Chi-coms. I'm talking about the enemies of America within America, which it includes some of the Chinese, but the, it's not primarily the Chinese. Without colonization, there would be no civilization, says Butch, who's a common sense guy. Yeah. What we have present day, he's pretending, oh, but we're here today. Well, present day is awful. It's evil. You're brainwashing kids to hate America and themselves and each other. You're uh, pretending that you're, you're being all pro, pretending that you're pro-woman, which is actually anti-human. Bette Midler saying, oh, every human being owes you. What? Just because you can carry a baby that they owe you? Doesn't even make any sense. Does Bette Midler have any children? I would hope so. I, oh yeah, she has one. I mentioned that. That's pathetic. But that's, th- that's them. That's the lie. They pretend, oh, outlawing CRT, which is a, they, as they define it, a way of looking at history. It's not even history itself. It's a way at looking at history the wrong way. Through the lens of pretending everything is, everything is racism. Uh, which doesn't even exist. Pretending that that's outlawing history. I still, I learned history before, uh, before CRT had crept in. I did learn that racism, I did learn the word racism, I think. So it had already been corrupted a little bit, my upbringing. It had been corrupted a little bit. I learned about discrimination as though it was a bad thing. Discrimination is not inherently bad. There's good and bad discrimination. But that's, what a phony person. A 35-year-old sucker. What do you know? You're just the, uh, how embarrassing, Wisconsin. Beautiful Wisconsin. And they have the, they have the embarrassment of having this guy be there. Born in 1986. A millennial. Being their lieutenant governor. Who's the real governor? Tony Evers, oh, even worse. 
son of a this uh, Barnes guy, Mandela Barnes, son of a public school teacher and a United Auto Workers member. How's this stream, guy? Pr- guys, press one if it's working fine. Press two if it's not, because my Twitter just disappeared. But it's probably on my end. I, maybe I need a, like a new iPad or something. Um. Anyway, phony politician. Okay, so Tony Evers, by the way, Tony Evers is that skinny, weird, gross guy, also not a Christian, not a Christian, it doesn't look like one anyway, oh, you have a picture of him? I don't have, I didn't include any pictures of this Tony Evers guy, E-V-E-R-S. Wait, hold on, Wirecast rotated it. Oh, okay, (laughs) well, that scared me. Nicolas coming in unexpected. It's just cool, but it came in all loud. I'm like, whoa, what's that coming into my ears? <laughs> Very nice. That's weird. That's cool. Sorry. Very sweet. I'm trying to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's uh, Tony Evers. I forget why I ta- have talked with about him. He replaced Governor Scott Walker, who I th- also thought was a base Republican. Uh, but, no, it turned out he's a phony politician, too. Scott Walker. I thought, oh, he was so tough, unintimidated. He wrote a book called Unintimidated. Uh, but, no, it turned out he was just this Fox News type of rhino guy. I guess. Scott Walker. He stood up to the unions or something. He did this right-to-work thing. But Tony Evers is a demon rat. And uh, I forget why. Maybe there was some, was it Kenosha, Wisconsin? He was pretending to be, uh, I think it was Kenosha. He was supporting Black Lives Matter, the evil people. So he hates whites. Um, and he doesn't stand up for what's right. I mean, he's a, he's a Democrat. Say no more, right? So Wisconsin, man, you got a lot of digging out of the ground to do. I know that, speaking from California, it may not be, uh, may not be, uh, hard-hitting. I think, I think it's still hard-hitting. Anyway, what a mess, huh? Terrible, terrible lies. It's ridiculous. Okay, do I have time to, yeah, I have time to get to, uh, what's her name, Chelsea Handler. You guys can call in 888. Ooh, that nice big, nice and big right here. 888-775-3773. 888-775-3773. But first, let me get to Chelsea Handler, also not a Christian. Even though she looks totally like a blonde-haired, is it natural blonde? Blue eyes. Are those real blue eyes? New York Post reported June 29th. This is about baby killing. Not good to uh, baby kill, by the way. New York Post, June 29th. Chelsea Handler claims her three abortions led the School Hall of Fame to shun her. Uh, If you hadn't told anyone, I doubt that it would affect you. Have some shame, ugly lady. Ugly on the inside. She's pretty on the outside, in my opinion. A little. 
Or am I just too nice? Clip 11, guys. Some of you guys like to cl- hear Clip 11. This is from Jimmy Kimmel on Twitter. You know that simp who, like, cries on camera. Isn't that the same guy? Jimmy Kimmel. I'm not going to even show Jimmy Kimmel, but he's that guy who supports taking the guns away from the people. He's a sick person. Very unchristian. You know, he's a late night, phony comedy host, and he gets all political and cringy, anti-Trump, pathetic. Just like all the others. Just like all the rest. That fake Christian. There's this guy who pretends like he's a Christian. He actually thinks he's a Christian, I, I think. Uh, named Colbert, Stephen Colbert. Bunch of know-it-all, arrogant suckers. Here's Jimmy Kimmel Live tweeting, At Chelsea Handler's high school won't induct her into their alumni hall of fame. Hashtag hall for handler. And here's this clip of her appearing on his show. Oh, there he is crying. There's a picture of him crying. Look at him. Look at him. You see him? (laughs) I'm pointing at it from like the lower bottom right corner of the screen. (laughs) There's a picture of him like rubbing his eyes. Because he's an emotional coward. Coward. I hate you. That's Alex Jones. I don't actually hate him. Hopefully. Uh, but here. Um, here's Chelsea Handler, this female comedian, already unfunny, and not a Christian, by the way, but she was born to a Mormon lady, but her father was, like, Jewish, so she was raised Reformed Jew, according to... Reformed Jew means liberal, I think. Okay, so uh, here is... Chelsea Handler's very unchristian message and very unchristian ways of throwing her school under the bus, her high school, I guess, uh, on Jimmy Kimmel Live. And Jimmy Kimmel is like sharing it and kissing up to her, what it, like a kiss up that he is. And uh, she's like, ooh, I don't care what people think. And she's bragging about her baby killing back in high school. She baby killed in high school. Wow. Even more embarrassing for that school. But this school is pretending not to be embarrassed. They're pretending it's something else. They, sh- they haven't put her in the ho- their Hall of Fame. And sh- she's all sour grapes because two males are on, who went to that same high school as she did, are in the, uh, but they're more famous than her, are in the Hall of Fame. They're more famous. Listen to, listen to her complain. Last night I mentioned that I had three abortions in high school, and do you know what men on the internet had to say about that? I don't, because I don't give a Very unclassy. Very unladylike. (laughs) But my old high school does. I recently found out my high school in New Jersey, Livingston High School, is refusing to induct me into their Alumni Hall of Fame. Jason Alexander and Chris Christie made it, but not me. Apparently, the school is upset about how much I talk about my abortions. So I've decided to start a grassroots campaign. You should donate to Planned Parenthood and then march and then vote. But after you're done with that, go online and tweet a message to the school district for my alma mater. (laughs) At 
at LiveSchools. Let them know how you feel about this gross What's injustice and use the hashtag Hole for Handler. Injustice? Injustice? What are you talking about? And have fun with it. Make me proud. Livingston High, the hole is in your court. Oh, cute. Her intense voice is a put-off, says get a job. I don't know. That facelift, gross. You think she has a facelift? I mean, she might. I, I can't tell. Yeah, she is. Uh, her father was... I think her parents are dead now. But her father was Jewish. And she cried. I read in Wikipedia that she cried that her mother's dad served in the German military, meaning a, a Nazi soldier, Nazi soldier during World War II. She cried, oh. Uh, Livingston Public Schools officials, by the way, she said Chris Christie, who's the governor of New Jersey, or f- the fat former governor of New Jersey, liberal rhino Chris Christie, uh, went to the same high school, apparently, according to her, and he deserves to be on the Hall of Fame with his, with his fat rhino self, who I kind of like him sometimes because he is kind of out there and honest at times. What is it with these ladies from New Jersey? Ugh. My grandma was from New Jersey, though. She was cool, I think. I assume. <laughs> in, in my presence, she seemed cool. Anyway. Uh, The 47-year-old comedian... Oh, yeah, who else was... Oh, she mentioned some guy from from that uh, TV show that's very famous. Uh, Seinfeld. The Seinfeld guy was in it. Jason uh, Alexander. The fat, short one, funny. Not to be confused with the guy who, Newman. Not to be confused with Newman, with the glasses. Or no, they both have glasses, huh? in fact. Anyway, uh, he's very famous, too. He's more famous than she is, in my opinion. <laughs> no offense to uh, New Jersey gals. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Livingston Public Schools officials told the New York Post that her claims are false. The 47-year-old comedian shared that she had three abortions while attending her New Jersey high school during her guest host monologue on Monday on Jimmy Kimmel Live. She's hosting all week as Jimmy Kimmel's on vacation. Oh, okay. How embarrassing, though. Do you know what men on the Internet had to say about that? I don't don't because I don't give a blank and said the F word. Cussing unladylike woman. So, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. What do these people say? The funny woman's request, that's New York Post credulously calling her funny, comes after the so-called Supreme Court rightfully overturned Roe v. Wade and Casey versus Planned Parenthood, I think, which legalized abortion, which it did not legalize it. Courts do not make laws. Laws legalize. Courts do not legalize. Okay? FYI. Unless I'm misunderstanding the, the language. Abortion throughout the United States on at least a couple Fridays ago, a few Fridays ago. 
And uh, so, by the way, she called it a gross injustice. No, maybe she's being silly. She, she was joking about that. They upheld a Mississippi law based Mississippi, shout out to the beautiful South, banning the procedure of baby killing with, after 15 weeks of pregnancy, leaving the issue up to each of the 50 states. Livingston Public School officials denied Handler's claim, Chelsea Handler, that is, in a statement, when you say the last name of the lady, you make her sound like a man. You're supposed to say the first name. Chelsea's claim in a statement on the Post Wednesday night, Ms. Handler's statement as Chelsea, regarding Livingston Public Schools refusing to induct her into a Livingston High School's Hall of Fame, are false. Her representatives reached out to the district earlier this year, expressing this year, expressing her wish to be included in the LHS Hall of Fame. Clearly, this is very important to her. What a what an ego on that woman, huh? That female. Since it has been several years since uh, anyone has been inducted into the Alumni Hall of Fame, the district immediately looked into the possibility of meeting her request, communicated directly with her representatives the process for moving forward. We are saddened that Ms. Chelsea Handler would use her platform to amplify a political message at the expense of our school community. I know, but that's a woman for you. Very messy. Lots of female-minded males are very messy, too. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying men don't act like women. (laughs) You know what I mean? Not the right kind of women either. Not that men should act like the right kind of women either. But anyway, Ms. Handler's representatives emailed the district in February requesting information on how she could be included in the Hall of Fame. Managed by the Livingston Education Foundation, LEF. Officials continued in the lengthy statement. So they had to put out this whole lengthy statement defending themselves. But they're such simps that they won't say, yeah, unclassy lady. Unclassy lady. Using the term lady loosely. Who uh, killed, bragged about killing babies while in high school. That's infamy. You can put her in the hall of infamy. Create a hall of infamy. She's in infamous. But infamous is bragged about nowadays, right? The LEF has expressed that it is looking forward to bringing the Hall of Fame event back as soon as they're able. It can formally induct new LHS alumni, blah, blah, blah. The district reached back out to Ms. Handler's representatives to find out if they can shed light on the basis for her false statements. They have not yet responded to our emails, they said. Wow. Interesting. So anyway, her dumb fans, suckers, tweeted, Induct Chelsea Handler into your Hall of Fame. She's actively talking to women about abortion and spreading information and laughs. What's the problem? The problem is you're, baby, you're for baby killing. Stupid. Honoring Chris Christie and not Chelsea Handler is about as insane as the president trying to choke out a Secret Service agent and grab the stealing wi- steering wheel of a car, another person tweeted. Well, that, you're insane for believing that dumb story. That's referencing uh, our greatest president, Donald J. Trump, who allegedly, according to some woman citing hearsay, that she can't even uh, back up, but Liz Cheney pretends she believes her. Cassidy Hutchinson or whatever her name is. 
testifying before the January 6th committee that President Trump, base President Trump, grabbed the wheel. I'm the blanking president. And uh, grabbed the neck or the clavicle, which is the collarbone of the Secret Service who were driver from the back of the limo. Or maybe he was in the driver's seat. Who knows? It doesn't seem realistic, but... Yeah, that's insane. Yes, honoring Chris Christie as the Hall of Fame is... is fine. Not Chelsea Handler. Hey, live schools, join the century in which you live and honor Chelsea Handler, another person said. That means it's, it's the year 2000. <laughs> This is 2022. I spit, sorry. I didn't spit on purpose, though. I don't spit on purpose in in JLP's studio. But it is gross enough to make you spit. (laughs) Speaking of gross enough to make you spit, I don't have any pictures, but I saw some disgusting stuff. Okay, I am late. I already know. I know I I have to get to some music, but first, let uh, let me read a little bit more. Just more backup on this Chelsea Handler evil female, okay? Okay? Uh, Monday night was not the first time the former Chelsea Lately host has spoken about the subject. In a 2016 essay for Playboy, Playboy magazine, you know, the pornography magazine, I think, is what they are, right? Uh, Chelsea Handler shared that she, that she had two abortions when she was 16. When I got pregnant at the age of 16, getting, abortion, getting an abortion wasn't the first idea that popped into my unripened brain, she wrote. Oh, no, I was corrupted into it, she said. She said that after her parents took her to Planned Parenthood for the procedure, baby killing, she felt relieved. Oh, so blame her parents. She had messed up parents. Unchristian parents. One of them was a Mormon, but... Whatever. I felt parented, ironically, when I was getting an abortion, she said. And when it was over, I was relieved in every possible way. Later that year, she said... She had another abortion after becoming pregnant with the same so-called partner. You can't be, get pregnant by a, a lesbian partner, so she's lying. Unless she meant boyfriend. We have 7.3 billion people on this planet, Chelsea Handler wrote elsewhere in the essay. Anybody who carefully decides not to become a parent, let alone a bad parent, you are a parent and you are a bad parent. If you killed three children, or two, or one, unless you repent. Which is what I would have become, a bad parent. You already were. You already are. Should be applauded for making a smart and sustainable decision. Sustainable. What a sick woman, huh? Imagine Chelsea Handler being your mom. Uh, imagine being dead, you mean? <laughs> anyway, I have more on baby killing and... Uh, um, some pocket articles to cover, and your calls, you can call in, guys. 888-775-3773. But it is time for some music. We are past the top of the hour. 10.04. Here's Volmar. More from Volmar. Justin Volmar. This track is entitled Sorry, Sue. It's from the album OK from 2006 on Blue Sanct Records. I do recommend it. I think you will enjoy it. Here it is. And I'll be right back. For the rest of hour two, hang tight. Je- oh, je- not not jealous of Sue, is it? No, it's sorry, Sue. Wednesday, right? Hold on. Du-du-du. You're in the Wednesday folder, right? 
hold on. Hold on, let's make sure that we play the right song. Because I played Jealous of Sue yesterday, I think. I'm pretty sure. Let me know. Let's see, let's see. Just having a little argument with Nicolas. Because on Tuesday, I played Jealous of Sue. And Wednesday, in the music folder, it's Sorry Sue. Jealous of Sue was great, too. That was yesterday's song. I don't want to play that song twice, though. Okay, here we go. Enjoy. I think. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who? I never enjoy Justin Volmar, says It's the Real Mr. Mad. Well, you're going to like it. Grin and bear it, you musical Philistines. Here it is. This nice. Justin Volmar sounds creepy. He's coming to get y'all, says uh, Tim Scott. Sort of ghostly, dead inside. But he's a Christian. This song is totally soothing. Sing with your diaphragm, boy. This music stinks. Maybe it's you. So good. Nice and terrible. Hey, you're confusing us. There will be anarchy in the chat. Everything will go downhill. Rather listen to Macy Gray. (laughs) I like Macy Gray. All musicians are liberals. You like the noise? I like the noise a little bit. Makes me think of moldy peaches. Is that a group? 
Weak as dishwater. Ouch. Justin Bomar, can you turn down your vocals more? <laughs> I like it. It's kind of bouncy. I know that he does sound a little depressed. Or recessed. He sounds like he's in pain. Why is he jealous of Sue? I don't know, but he mentions Sue a lot in this album. Ah. So good. Yes, Nick Stream is a musician. This is not Nick Stream's music. He plays all kinds of music. He, he, dude, check it out. Nick Stream. Uh, Fridays, 4 p.m. or sometimes other times. <laughs> not to be confused with a boy named Sue. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate you bearing with me through that beautiful music. I got to read some more super chats over there on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at The Hake Report. Brandon M. says, I think Chelsea's grandpa would be much more distraught at her than she was at him. That's the Nazi grandpa. Yeah, just because he worked for the uh, German military during the World War II, She thinks, oh, I have to cry. Brandon M. says, I enjoy the passage from the Apocalypse of Peter, wherein hell aborters, wherein hell aborters, meaning baby killers, are trapped in, he says excrement, but I'm going to say poop. <laughs> Excrement, okay, which is poop. While the children they aborted, meaning killed, smite them with lightning while being cheered on by angels. Angels. Wow. I had not heard of the apocalypse of Peter. Is that true that they do that? Um... Brandon M. says, instead of Negro field spirituals, this sounds like Starbucks workers' spirituals. Yeah, it is sort of, I am sort of a star, uh, Starbucks music sucker. When we had the flood here in, here in uh, the Bond building back in like late 2014, there was a flood of the building. I would go over to Starbucks and work instead of working here where it was like all wet and noisy and messy. We were cleaning up. And, uh, I liked the music in spite of myself. All music is liberal. It's true. So anyway, thank you guys for the super chats. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I agree. Chelsea's grandfather was probably more honorable than she. Probably so. Notwithstanding whatever they say that those guys did back then. Some people did something back then. Some people did something back then, for sure. Anyway, let's talk more about baby killing, shall we? You guys okay with that? I was not a barista. I'm not going to call myself a barista. But no, I was never that. I did say, oh, you know, if it doesn't work out, I could go to work at Starbucks. (laughs) 
Uh, anyway, here's more on the baby killing. The far left female run out let the skim says, where are reproductive rights facing another, another setback? Reproductive rights. Not the rights of the men to make their women have their babies after the women are already pregnant. No, the, the so-called rights, the fake rights, of the females to kill the babies. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Abortion bans in Florida and Mississippi are allowed to take effect, according to the far-left extremist outlet Reuters. Oh my gosh, off the deep end. Extreme. Reuters. They're barely a news outlet, okay? I know they're huge. I know that they are um, well-funded. I know they're, like, worldwide. But they're not quite legitimate. They do have a lot of information that is good and useful and true. A lot of facts. But they're just off the deep end extreme. They don't call illegals what they are. They don't call the the fake transgenders what they are. They are feminists. They're anti-racist. They're just dumb. A whole bunch of dummies. I guess that's what happens when the generations go on decline. This is an article by Gabriella Borter and Nate Raymond out July 5th yesterday. And they share this photograph, and I don't have the photograph, but it's a dumb woman in a, I assume it's a woman, in a slutty crop top, sorry kids, with this holding up the sign saying, abortion is health care. Oh, let me not show my uh, pits. <laughs> uh, abortion is health care. Marco Rubio, we will replace you. How dare they ban safe abortions? And then it has a, there's another person holding a sign, and it has a picture of a, a bad drawing of a coat hanger. Pretending like we didn't ban uh, unsafe abortions too. How's the stream, guys? Press one if it's fine, press two if it's not. Um, and Reuters writes, an abortion rights protester, there's no such thing, holds a sign as she demonstrates, more like demon rates, after the uh, <laughs> United States Supreme Court ruled the Dobbs versus Women's Health, Health Organization abortion case, overturning the landmark Roe v. Wade abortion decision. It's, when they say landmark, they mean disgraceful. In Miami, Miami, Florida, Bands off our bodies. And it has a woman with an ugly face. Since I can't show the picture right now, a woman with an ugly face. That's, that's pretty close. That's pretty close, except my mouth is a little less open than hers. <laughs> you want me to do it one more time? <laughs> oh, man. It's an ugly face. And she's, like, grimacing. Maybe she has the sun in her eyes, but she's wearing bands off our bodies. What are you talking about? Doesn't, it's not even proper English. What are you... S- silly. Anyway, uh, Florida's ban on abortions past 15 weeks of pregnancy is now in effect after a court order blocking enforcement was put on hold Tuesday, and a Mississippi judge declined to prevent a near-total ban from being implemented late, later this week. So, shout out to Florida and beautiful Mississippi. I already mentioned Mississippi before because Mississippi is the one that let, uh, that, um, 
who's male, male, what's the guy called again? He's a, man, he's the guy who argued the case. Solicitor General, a man, argued the case. Even though Mississippi, which I'm not a fan of it, but Mississippi has a female attorney general, right? But to her credit, she let the man, she had the man do his thing and argue the case before the Supreme Court. Shout out to the female attorney general who uh, had the man do the job arguing for what's right at the Supreme Court level and arguing with that evil, phony, Hispanic, Latina, uh, wise Latina, Obama, Supreme Court's fake justice. The dual developments in these two states, Florida and Mississippi, marked the latest legal setbacks for abortion rights supporters. No such thing as abortion rights. You're not real journalists. Uh, After the U.S. Supreme Court nearly two weeks ago overturned the 1973 Roe v. Wade ruling that guaranteed women nationally the, the imaginary right to terminate pregnancies and kill their babies in the womb or outside the womb because they do deliver them and then kill them. It's a, it's a fact. <laughs> in Florida, soon after, uh, soon after Circuit Court Judge John Cooper, nice Christian name, I think, right? Or am I wrong? Final, uh, finalized an expected order blocking enforcement of a 15-week ban. Oh, okay, maybe he's not a Christian. So he did an order blocking enforcement of this ban. The Republican-led state promptly appealed, triggering an automatic freeze of his injunction. Nice. Right on. Hours later, Judge Deborah Halford, sounds like a lady, two Bs in Deborah, interestingly spelled, uh, in Jackson, Mississippi, denied a request by the state's only abortion clinic to prevent officials from carrying out a near-total ban she denied the request to, to stop officials from carrying out the ban. So good on you, Deborah Halford. Nice Christian name. So that was uh, last Thursday or something. The Clinic Jackson Women's Health Organization, in challenging the law and separate six-week ban, cited an... And by the way, the ACLU helped with the pro-baby killing side. ACLU, evil. Deport, I say. They cited a 1998 ruling by the Mississippi so-called Supreme Court holding the right to privacy, so-called, under the state's constitution included a right to abortion. Well, that's a disgraceful opinion by the, by the ridiculous uh, uh, thing. I'm seeing Bagel Dave asking to be unbanned. Uh, email the Hake Report at Gmail. And let me know where you are. <laughs> what a mess. Where you're banned, whether it's YouTube or whatever. Uh, Halford said it was more than doubtful, this is the female judge, that the state's high court would continue to uphold the decision as it rested on the Supreme Court's own past rulings, including Roe v. Wade. Duh! Rob McDuff, a lawyer for the Mississippi Clinic. How embarrassing. McDuff, what is that? What is that, uh, Irish? Uh, he called the ruling disappointing and said they were considering their options. Mississippi is one of 13 states with trigger laws, so-called tr- quote-unquote trigger laws, designed to ban or restrict abortions 
as soon as the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, which it did June 24th. So, appeals are expected, and I told you, ACLU, Un-American Civil Liberties Union, lawyers for the abortion providers in Florida at the ACLU and Center for Reproductive Rights, no such thing, already vowing to seek reinstatement of the injunction and get the 15-week ban blocked for good. Florida has long been a destination for women across the Southeast seeking to end pregnancies in their second trimester as neighboring states have strict abortion limits. Previously, Florida permitted abortion up to 24 weeks. Wow. Sorry, I called you Irish before, Hake, says Oli. I mean, I think there is an Irish male, Irishman, maybe he was a man, in my family tree. So you're not entirely wrong, I guess. But no, I'm more Scottish than Irish, I think. I'm not Irish, primarily. Uh, Anyway... Uh, ACLU, according to Richard over there on YouTube, says, is anti-Christian liberals union. Yeah, it's more like it. Uh, Judges in, so-called judges in Kentucky, Louisiana, and Utah have temporarily blocked bans from taking effect. State high court in Texas on Friday allowed pre-row ban to be Civilly enforced, and Ohio's top court declined to block a six-week ban. So Kentucky, Louisiana, Utah, they have judges interfering in the affairs of the people to, uh, to uh, not protect the babies from getting killed. Find out for sure, hey, <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That's, that's the far-left Reuters for you. They're, they're evil. You know, and you know, um, another quick abortion story. I know, it's ridiculous. But the uh, DHS, Department of So-Called Homeland Security, uh, he, that's Alejandro Mayorkas, who's not a Christian. He says the Supreme Court's abortion decision has heightened the threat environment for domestic terror. So he was on the Sunday shows, one of those Sunday shows the other day. Uh, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas told CBS's Face the Nation on Sunday that the department is aware of heightened threat environment in the wake of the decision on abortion. We are mindful that the Supreme Court's decision in reversing and overturning Roe v. Wade has really heightened the threat environment, meaning the, the I assume, I can only assume, that um, he's talking about leftist violence. But there are some who have, you know, bombed abortion clinics every, every now and then. That happens, too. That's wrong. Those are liberals. Um, we are mindful the Supreme Court's decision in re- reversing and overturning Roe v. Wade has really heightened the threat environment, he said, and we have deployed resources to ensure the safety and security of the Supreme Court and the justices. Whatever, man. Abortion is indeed a national disgrace. It is sick. It's evil. 
and so too is Alejandro Mayorkas, who's for the, um, he's for the uh, illegals flooding in. He's for Antifa attacking decent people. You haven't heard him say a word against it. He's for Black Lives Matter destroying neighborhoods and businesses. He's for all of that. He's only against Christians and decent whites and stuff like that. You know, like I saw over the weekend or before the weekend, you know that group Patriot Front that I've talked about a little bit? I don't know much about them, but they tried to appear in groups protecting themselves, um, but also protecting the, uh, or showing a, a show of support for the locals in uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, beautiful Idaho, which during so False Pride and False Identity Month, where they're pushing the gay agenda, the radical homosexual, transgender, all that stuff, pushing it on kids, pushing it on Christian areas like Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, generally a Christian area. They, this Patriot Front group showed up there and they got arrested. Had they done anything wrong? I don't think that they had done anything wrong. I don't think that they faced any charges. I mean, they faced charges of um, going there to riot or threaten to riot. But I don't think that there was any evidence against them. Haven't heard much about it. But they were also seen marching in front of, like, Boston, Massachusetts. Right in downtown in Boston, Massachusetts, marching. With their big old flags, America-themed flags, beating their drums, wearing their khakis. And a lot of people say, feds, they're feds. Fed boys, front group. <laughs> and they're, they may or may not be, I don't know. I haven't seen evidence either way. Not that I'm looking for evidence. But they haven't done anything. They haven't done anything, but they want to scaremonger about these guys cause, just because they're white and they don't hate whites. They're actually f- okay with the whites. They're defending the whites because the whites are under attack. It's ridiculous. So, that's the threat. And they're wearing masks, too, because they get doxxed. And so, I don't know. Some say, um, some say that uh, you should not wear masks. But it's understandable that you wear, that you wear masks, because whites who are activists... Uh, get it bad. They get really bad treatment. You're not allowed to be white and uh, okay with the whites in America. Look at uh, how the beautiful rebel flag is banned from uh, from Amazon just because this guy, uh, just because kissing up to the liberals. This guy, uh,
Ta-Nehisi Coates said, Oh, we need to ban this flag because Dylan Roof and other racists, Dylan Roof who shot up the black church down in one of the Carolinas, flew it. They fly it. We need to ban this flag. And the dumb, evil rhinos got rid of the flag. Nikki Haley, former governor of one of the Carolinas, India-born lady, or she's India, I think, from India. Parents are. Yeah, um... And it's not like they're committing crimes, these uh, Patriot Front guys. They're, they're not committing crimes like Antifa is. Antifa's wearing masks because they're committing crimes. They're committing assaults, and they don't want to be identified. They want to commit assaults against innocent people and get away with it. So they do that. They wear the masks while they're doing evil. So. Yeah. Um, Dot. Yeah, she's a kind from India. Nikki Haley. I think. So. um, What's wrong with the Irish? Somebody asked what's wrong with the Irish. (sighs) Let me count the ways. They're oftentimes Catholic. Uh, They fight. They drink. They're basically the Mexicans among the whites. You know, know, like how the the Mexicans are kind of... Anyway. You you get my drift. (laughs) They were the slaves or the indentured servants, right? Same thing. Um, and they're all into being Irish rather than American. You know what I mean? So just be American, guys. Don't fight me. <laughs> Same thing with those Italians, you know. It's, it's, it is white with an asterisk. You know, that guy who shot up the place. Oh, let me cover that story. Speaking of the, this Italian guy, um, okay, so, uh, and by the way, don't gossip, guys. There's even gossip in the chat. You're being a woman. Don't listen to gossip. Don't entertain it. Okay. Uh, Bobby Cremo. Crimo? There's this guy who says, Hi. One Cow Tools tweeted, Hi, I knew Awake the Rapper. That's what he called himself. This guy who shot up the liberal suburb outside of Chicago, Illinois, on July 4th at the parade. You heard about it? Then this guy says that he knew the uh, suspect who allegedly shot up the place while wearing a dress or something. Woman's clothes, anyway. I knew Awake the Rapper, slash Robert, slash Bobby Cremo. Cremo, Crimo, Cremo, C-R-I-M-O. We used to make music together around 2015, 2018. He is not Antifa. He is not some MAGA overlord. Oh, cover your eyes, kids. I know that spoop sounds really interesting, but it's not the truth. He was an isolated stoner who completely lost touch with reality. 22 years old, right? He co-opted aesthetics from the left and right. But I don't think he was any of those things. I think he was lost. Gravitated towards aesthetics he found interesting. Maybe things can change in a couple years, but he was never a white nationalist and was never a leftist. 
No, not to excuse him or anything, but what he did, what he did was awful, and I hope he rots. But to say he was an Antifa shooter or a QAnon supporter or whatever, it's sorry, kids, cover your eyes. B.S. Bullshit. Bogus speech. Sorry, parents. He was not MK Ultra. I don't know if he was MK Ultra or not. Is that the feds involved? Because he was known to law enforcement. But anyway. He liked ARGS, A-R-G-S, whatever that is, and thought it was cool. I know leftist Twitter and Trump stan Twitter wanted to make him into whatever type of person they want to vilify, but he isn't that. I think JLP has it right. Look into his family, his parents. The way he was raised. Anybody who knew him could attest to that. In his last years, he was making some weird a bloop videos. But like, yeah, no sane person does what he does. There's nothing deeper to it. Crazy being crazy. If I could say one thing, it would be this. Do not spend your time focusing on his motives, his backstory. This isn't a TV show. There isn't some grand conspiracy here. Maybe elsewhere, but not here. Check in with your friends. Show the victims support, he says. Typical liberal journalist response. Look at that face. Uh, that's in supposed Italian. Some, somebody in my chat said it was, uh, somebody in my chat said that he's part, like, Jewish, but I don't know. He looks a little bit ethnic for a white, right? That's those Italians, though. Some of those Italians look a little ethnic for, uh, what is that thing? (laughs) Yeah. Skinny guy, skinny guy. 22 years old, tattoos on his face. Um, who knows? His mother was like a natural healing type of person. Oh, maybe he's Sicilian. Never mess with a Sicilian when, never match wits with a Sicilian when death is on the line. <laughs> That's a, it's from a movie. Mixed with some Tunisian back alley knife fighter? Asks Nicolas. Uh, possibly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh no, face tattoos, says Ashley Galloway. I know there are some face tattoo people who are peaceful people, kind of. Not at peace within, but they're, they wouldn't kill people. <laughs> uh. His, his father was a conservative, or at least a pro-Second Amendment, you know? He was for the Second Amendment, his father was. Tried to run for office uh, a couple years ago, two or three years ago. I want to say 2019, he tried and failed to run for mayor of that town. And I've heard of this town before. Uh, he... Uh, he tried to run on like a pro-gun thing and he got he lost to an anti-gun person. He Daily Mail said that he liked a tweet after the Uvalde thing that protect your second amendment like your life depends on it, right? Well, good for him. It sounds like a sensible father, maybe he was a little bit weak and didn't protect his son and his son got on those drugs and his son was already angry, right? And maybe he was on pot like the guy said he was a stoner. And pot is not always good for you. Oh, yeah, those, those. I don't think it's ever good for you, really. For the most part. 
And I read how, like, people are going insane on the pot, especially young people. And especially young, angry people, which this guy was. Psycho. People say, you know, even liberals say the, that the, uh, the mentally ill don't commit the violence that angry people do. Anger causes both, I say. By the way, about those people that you guys called feds, uh, Patriot Front, they're charged with conspiracy to riot. Conspiracy to riot. They don't go after the people who actually riot. They go after the uh, whites to pretend like they're preventing something awful from happening. (laughs) So ridiculous. Um, You know how I mentioned yesterday, Tuesday... About the thoughts, let's talk about the craziness, right? In the last, uh, last 20 or 25 minutes here. Uh, I mentioned from the far left pocket, and I will try to get to your calls too. Hang tight, guys. Um, five ways to silence your toxic inner critic. I mentioned this very briefly at the end of the show yesterday from pocket and stylist Kaylee Dre. Kaylee Dre. We all have an inner critic. Um, it can negatively impact your mental health. Some woman in a, 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 who runs a Happy Place podcast says, we all have this inner voice that sits there on the tip of our tongues, desperate to get out. Sometimes it's really loud and everyone hears it. And I thought about that movie, Revolver, that Jesse's been talking about, a, Jesse Lee Peterson, been talking about a lot. And you know how you hear these people saying, I knew when my friend's, like, he would mess up on playing tennis or whatever. You're like, come on, Benny. <laughs> Grown man call, telling himself, come on, man. Something like that. Um, sometimes it's really loud. Everyone hears it. Other times it just niggles. Niggles? What? You, what? <laughs> In the back of your head. She said it. I didn't say it. Uh, actually, I did say it out loud. But I was reading. I'm quoting. <laughs> I can say. I'm, I can quote. <laughs> Hey, you're actually okay with this. Occasionally that voice will say it. As humans, we are all looking for that voice, and whether it's loud or quiet, it's there. I think we have some kind of, no, kind of to acknowledge that it does exist. It's there. What is negative self-talk? Any inner dialogue within you that may be limiting your ability to believe in yourself and your own abilities to reach your potential. Which, yeah, that does happen. It does happen. <laughs> You know how you can, you know, your mind is powerful to stop or to hold you back or to get, get you forward. It's, you know, I read these. It's all my fault. Nothing looks right on me today. That's, that's women. This is targeted towards women, obviously, right? Why can't I be like them? They must think I'm, I know I look awful today. I'm such an idiot. Uh, okay, so guys say that sometimes. I'm not worth it, says a woman. And then so they have uh, this ad campaign because you're worth it. Um, stylist had this love women campaign. Cringe. They pushed, um, self, this notion of self-esteem. And I mentioned yesterday, 14% of women have high levels of self-esteem, which is low, right? Low, with self-esteem, you don't, it's a imi- false imitation of, uh, of, uh, of confidence, right? 83% of women say ne- social media negatively affects their self-esteem. So get off, ladies. You don't belong there. 
40% of women compare themselves with other people's successful careers. 39% of women compare themselves with women who, whom they think look pristine without effort. 58% of women say social media has changed how others view them and how they view others. 44% of their readers, it's stylist, can't help but compare when they see others have amazing experiences. Career success or they're comparing themselves to their fears makes peers makes them feel in, inferior. It's linked, critical inner dialogue has been, even been linked to depression, which is kind of like this fake idea. <laughs> so, uh, and I have told you, they say notice, observe, accept. These are all fine words, right? Replace, I don't think that that's good. Com- question, that's fine. Do, move, act. That's fine. Get some exercise, that's fine. But when they elaborate, they ruin it. I told you yesterday, they ruin it. Be aware that your guest, the inner critic, has shown up. Notice. Something as simple as acknowledging this could be the key to stopping a negative self-talk spiral in its tracks. Maybe you should do that with the positive stuff, too. Observe. Leave your mind and observe your thoughts, feelings, physical reactions from this voice. You are not your thoughts. Isn't that a nice statement? Wow! A little bit of truth buried in a whole bunch of womanly gobbledygook. You can take a step back and observe, noticing the effect they are having on you. Pay attention to your heartbeat, warmth, breath, tensing of the muscles. In noticing these changes, you can start to loosen the effects. Lessen the effects, I mean. Accept the situation with self-compassion. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I'm not perfect. Remind yourself, I'm not perfect. I'm a human being, and I have my own vulnerability. I try my best. Sometimes it doesn't turn out how I wanted it to. But this is what it means to be human. I'm not alone with this. We put too much energy into avoiding or rejecting a thought. The opposite can happen. So we allow it to occur and accept it if you cannot change it. That last line sounds nice, right? Gross. Replace. Make it a a point to imagine yourself saying this to a treasured friend. If you know you wouldn't say it this way, think of how you'd share your thoughts with a good friend or what you'd like a good friend to say to you. This is a great way to replace the negative self-talk with a positive, accepting, or compassionate voice. Oh, gosh. Maybe you should just be honest. Question. Be curious to explore why you had a particular reaction and open up to your own dialogue with the voice and turn it on its head. And, uh, of course, they say exercise or sing and dance. What a mess. Negative self-talk is often rooted in past trauma and professional support can... Professional support. Bad idea. Can offer a great deal of healing and growth. You know, all these dumb liberals on social media saying, go to counseling, go to, uh, get, go to therapy. And they're going to, like, female therapists. And they tell males to share their emotions and be vulnerable. What a mess. I want to get to more about, uh, from this pocket thing about ego, about ego relationships. How to tell if you're a people pleaser. A people pleaser. So hopefully I get to that, but I want to get to a call or two, guys. Finally, let me get to David in Norway. David, how are you doing, man? Hey, man. Hey. How are you? Doing fine. How are you? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. So, um, you know, I just uh, came to think about uh, the music you played uh, from uh, Extol. Extol? Yeah, kind of nice. Yeah, I've played Extol. Jesus came to Jorden for to die. Yeah. Jesus came to the world to die. Yeah, what a great what's song. What's funny is that uh, the guy who, uh, I don't know, one of the guys in the band, at least, uh huh. Metal he band, is, uh, by the way. Right up the street. Oh, he right up the street. Me and I hear about it from a guy in Los Angeles. So that's kind of fun. Wow! So you heard, <laughs> you learned about Extol from a guy in Los Angeles, me, and then you found out that one of the guys in the band, I don't know if they're still together, lives up the street from you. Yeah. Nice. Right on. And he goes to the church. I go there sometimes, but wow. The sad part though is that. Uh, He's the wife. He's the pastor oh. of the church. Ouch. So I don't really go to that church. Yeah, <laughs> understandable. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah, Extol uh, is a Christian band. I, I learned about them from uh, Tooth and Nail Records because I used to go to, or Solid State, which is the same thing. It's a Christian, uh, was a Christian anyway, um, record label that had their music sold at Lighthouse Christian Bookstores in Arcadia, which is closed down. But I used to ride my bike up to Light- Lighthouse when I was a, uh, in high school, basically. Plus or minus, right? Okay. And I came across Extol and I listened to it. And I remember before, I would listen to it, the demo, and then I'm like, I don't know if I like this or not. And then I was riding my bike up to take my SAT which is a test to get into college or whatever, or see if you qualify. Riding my bike up to Arcadia High School to take the SATs, and it was playing in my head. I'm like, wow, this is actually catchy. So the music, and so I went and bought it. That one song, Jesus Come to You and Sorodo, that is very catchy, and I think it's their best song. I agree. It was actually a redo. It was originally done by somebody else. But they did that. Yeah, Ole um, Börud uh, is called uh, back in the 60s, I think. Uh, it was a psalm kind of a song. Okay. It was, a, it was a Christian song from the 60s, I guess. Wow, yeah, man. I think so. My mother uh, recognized it at least when she listened to it. Okay. Nice. Thank you for the news about Extol. So one of the guys in the yeah, band yeah. has a has a pastor wife. Oh, gosh. How embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind of awkward. Yeah. Well, thanks for, thanks for calling, David. It's great to hear from you, man. Happy White History Month yeah, to you. Thank you, yeah. White, happy White uh, History Month uh, to you, too. And uh, by the way, did you see uh, the movie Revolver? I have. I've seen it. Okay. Oh, it was amazing. So I'm very glad that I saw it, too. Nice. And, uh, was very deep the part where at the end you know you see the the the, the bad guy fear me just wants right to install fear yeah and that's all he has to control people yeah in church and that's, uh, Jesse compared that in in church with Jesse Lee Peterson to like the mother wants to hold out that fear over the heads of the children like people whom people know uh, that when you when they can get you to be mad, they will also be afraid of you. 
they won't, they will avoid you, you control them in different ways when you get them mad, when you get them to resent you. So, that's, it's kind of like a mom. Uh-huh. Crazy, huh? That Great. was uh, very deep, Emma. Yeah. Helps you understand the ego, Emma. Yeah, right. for sure. But, uh, good to talk to you, and uh, probably have some other calls uh, waiting, so I'll call you again another time. All right, David. I appreciate that. Take care, man. Wow. In Norway. Spoiler alert, says the real Mr. Man. I know. Yeah. Okay, uh, you know what? I'm going to have to put off that other people-pleaser article for another day, I think, most likely. Let me get to John in Kentucky. He's on the line. How you doing, John? Oh, man, you actually got to me. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Happy White History Month to you. No, I don't do that. I don't celebrate no White History Month, man, because you know how I feel about white people. Um, what is a normal white person? You keep saying that term all the time, normal white. Like a wasp, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. In America, we have, we have the, the foundational white Americans who were, <laughs> who were uh, you know, the Anglos, they're Christians, not the Catholic type of Christians. They're not the Italians or Irish or Jewish or whatever. They're normal Christian white American people. That's what I mean by normal whites. I mean, that's so. Yeah, those are other people, so, I guess, are white too, but they're not our kind of white. You know, they don't have the same American values of so freedom is, of is speech. Is that why white people want to? Is yeah. that why white people want to keep their bloodline pure or as pure as possible? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's why anybody wants to keep their bloodline as pure as possible. But yes, that applies to normal white people, too. Because, um, you know, like, if a white man has a kid with, like, a black woman and the kid is mixed, right? and that mixed kid has a kid with a white lady, uh-huh. the kid comes out looking white, like super white. Sometimes. But you would never know that they were white unless they tell you their background, I mean had color in their bloodline unless they tell you their background. So are they normal white, or how do you look at that? Um, It depends on how it affects their mind, because being a normal white is partly a mindset. You know, if you're, if you, (laughs) if you are, if you hate white people because you're mixed and that's gotten into your head, you know, a lot of people get get all in their head about different things. Then uh, you are likely hey, to. Uh, but that, hey, that don't make sense, though. Isn't it? Isn't it a mindset? How of being? Isn't being normal a mindset? But is it physical too? Yeah, it's physical, physical too. Yeah. See, 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 that's genetics, though, because some mixed people look white, right? And then some mixed people, you can tell they look completely black, right? So you can't go off just a physical trait if you call it a mindset. True. Because some some mixed people. They don't like black people just like you. They right. don't like black people. And the blacks don't like them either a lot of the time. So so, so are they a normal white, though? But they look mixed, like more favor more black. Uh, not necessarily. They, if they're not white, they're, they're just not white. It's, but they can still love the whites. But it's a mindset, you say, though. Yeah, they can be white on the inside. They can no, be, no, no. We, but we're not talking about that. Right. That's yeah. not what we're talking about. True. But it is you say in part, normal white. But it is in part because it's not normal 
to hate whites. And and who determines what normal is when it comes to being white? Um, I do. You do. So you yeah. so you're God? No. So another white person could have a different opinion. They're, they're wrong and you're right, is what Z- you're saying. Oftentimes they will be wrong, and I think I would generally be right. Yeah. I don't know anybody who uses the term normal hey, white hey, other than me. Hey, that's called ego. That's ego. That's what, you, you preach on that. That's called ego, man. You think so? I mean, I of think course. that it's... No, it's... it's, it's uh, it can be a value uh, judgment. Uh, uh, uh. It can be a value judgment. Yeah, but aren't we supposed like, to make you, value judgments? It's not. When you I don't say think normal white, when you say normal white, yeah. to me it sounds like you're putting yourself on a pedestal. Like if you have any mixed blood, hey, you can't be us anymore. Because no, because I'm not talking about mixed not people. Pure. I'm not talking about mixed people when I say normal white. That's what, but that was one of my questions. Could, can a mixed person be a normal white if they have that mindset? If I, they look I don't, white, I don't but they're know. mixed. I don't know. I haven't thought about it. I will have to think about that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, why we when say I'm thinking racism. normal whites, I'm thinking a lot of Jewish people call themselves white. A lot of Italians and Irish call themselves white, but then they don't really have the, the love for other white people, fellow white people. They call themselves, oh, as a fellow white person, we need to be less racist. So stuff like that. Or we need to be anti-racist. So, but there's different layers to it. That's not the only, that's not the only uh, part of that topic, though, man. Because, right. you know, in 1619, people didn't, they didn't call themselves white. Like, that started somewhere. Yeah, I have. And, and I think, you know why. We, we started, live in reality. Right? We live in present day. Yeah, but nobody cares uh, about the past. The past is is relevant when it comes to why people are so stuck on white and black, because you have to know where it started. Well, you have to look at the present day. The reason that there's a problem is that there's so much hatred for the normal white people. Yeah, because, because y'all the make ones... these categories. No, of the normal we, white. We didn't make the categories. We grew up in them. Of course, you made the categories. No, we didn't, you guys. You guys, during slavery, if, if, if the master had a kid with one of the black slaves, y'all call him mulatto. Like, y'all, y'all started a made-up category. That's a made-up category. Y'all talk about made-up words all the time. That is definitely made up. But who cares? From if what I believe... It's nothing... From what I believe... Uh-huh. From what I believe... Yeah. It's based on the father's seed. So if you have a kid with a black lady, that's a white kid. That's oh. not a black kid. No matter how the physical looks. Wow. It's based on the seed. Okay. It's based on the seed. That's an interesting way to so, look at it, man. I, I don't know if but, I agree with that entirely, but I appreciate but, but that. But that'll never happen, will it? I appreciate that. You'll never have a kid, will you? <laughs> I, I can't predict the future. I'm not God. I don't know why you're playing, trying to play nah, God. Mate, you know you're not attracted to women. Goodbye. What a snake. You're not attracted to women. <laughs> what a liar. You don't know me. Anyway. Thank you, John in Kentucky, you snake. What a woman. Okay, so, uh, guys, last little point. Uh, Merriam-Webster, which is fake news. Webster is fake news. There's the dictionary. Niggle to cause slight but persistent annoyance. 
discomfort, or anxiety. Niggle. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, um, that's that for that. It's time to end the show. We are past uh, whatever. Oh, Azador says one drop rule applies. No quadroon looks white. You can always tell them. Maybe John can't, but normal whites can. A mixed person can't be white at all. That's right. It's true. They can't. They can be somewhat white on the inside. You know, washed white as snow, clean. They did call themselves white in 1619, Asmodor says. Being white differentiates us from the non-white groups. John is very silly and a dumb person. They called themselves white from the moment they came in contact with non-whites, which happened before, long before 1619. Thank you, our resident historian, Asmodor. Blacks weren't a monolith like they claimed to be. It wasn't until slavery where there was any black identity, says Brandon M. Well, thank you, guys. This has been the Hake Report. I'll see you tomorrow, hopefully, Thursday. And uh, later it will be uh, Bond Rebuilding the Man, Archive Sunday Service premiere. Bond YouTube channel support. (laughs) Thanks, guys, and take care. Bye.